Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. As the name says, we are business creators. We have our entrepreneurs. We have our small business owners. We have our local business owners. We have marketing and business coaches. We have those who help others build their businesses, the business creators. And we have on the other side of that coin, the do-it-yourselfers who love to have your own hands on the levers as you market and grow your business. Now, if you are one or more of the following, please take a moment, explore episodes, and discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com. Also, check us out on iTunes. Every five-star rating is greatly appreciated. It helps us help more business creators just like you. And be sure to subscribe because fresh content, including the over 150 episodes that are already in queue, will arrive in your, into, excuse me, in your iTunes every single week. I get so excited talking about technology and internet marketing systems that help you spend less time editing and maintaining and more time educating and monetizing. Sometimes I can't even keep my words straight. It excites me so much. That leads us to today's topic. As I just said, here at the Business Creators Institute and the Business Creators Radio Show, we look to help our business creators spend less time editing and maintaining their websites and more time educating their audience, and monetizing their business. I came up with this tagline by accident almost 10 years ago. It was in the very, my very early days in business, back when I used to own a different company that was a web design firm. So we're going back a long time. And we had uh, a few clients that fell into a certain type of mold or a certain type of category. But I'm thinking of one in particular who every single week uh, wanted to do all these major edits to their seven long-form sales letters, and some of this was just ridiculous little crap, and uh, they would send all these pages and pages and pages of edits, and it would all have to be done immediately, and then they keep saying, well, why, why am I not making any sales, and, and, and what are you guys doing for me anyway? I'm not selling anything, and out of exasperation, I said, look, maybe if you spent less time editing your website and more time promoting it, you might sell something. And from there, the tagline was born. I came to look at it more altruistically and realized that this is an area where a lot of business creators need some assistance because technology can be daunting and you, there are more answers than questions when it comes to technology, which is why I got so excited when I had the opportunity to bring on today's guest. We're going to talk about how to make more money while working less with business systems and technology. Does that sort of sound like one of our taglines? And to help us with that, we have, I'm very excited to introduce, Katya Sarmiento. I want to say that slowly, Katya Sarmiento, and sometimes I trip over my words here when I get excited. And she is here from reachandmakemillions.com. So Katya, welcome aboard. Thank you for having me. And you said my name beautifully. Thank you. Oh, yes, yes, ab absolutely. And it's funny, and it's funny that uh, your name's Katya because uh, Princess Alessandra, who our listeners know is uh, one of my two cats, is hanging out with me right now. Uh, in fact, when I first started doing the introduction to today's episode, she jumped up on the cat loft next to my dex desk and made that little chirping sound that cats make when they get all excited. So she's tuned in, too. 
That's perfect. Now let me just tell the audience a little bit about you. Um, Katya Sarmiento is the founder of ReachAndMakeMillions.com, where she teaches online entrepreneurs and coaches how to start and grow a thriving online business. And by thriving, she means not just having tons of clients, money, and sales, but also having the time and freedom to enjoy all of that well-earned success. She's the go-to tech expert, and her mission hey, – I'm the go-to tech expert. We're going to have to duke this out, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> and her mission <laughs> is to help entrepreneurs not just make a bigger impact, but also make more money while working less. All right, on that, I agree. While she's not, when she's not discovering and setting up new technology and systems for her clients, you can find her playing video games, watching Game of Thrones, and practicing piano. Yeah, she's a total nerd all around. Okay, now we're talking my language. I like this. Um, <laughs> quick note to our listeners. You just heard me describe Katya, and you're thinking, wait a minute, doesn't what she does sound kind of like the Business Creators Institute in a way? The answer is yes. I, I view her, having checked out her websites and everything, I view her as a competitor. And why would I not want to interview somebody who I view as a competitor? Why would I want to not engage someone who does a lot of the same things that my own company does? Because it's through exchange of ideas and collaboration that we can all serve mm -hmm. more people more effectively. There is no shortage of clients. There is no shortage of money. There is no shortage of opportunity. Those things only become shortages when you look at things from a scarcity mindset instead of an abundance mindset. And that's what we teach people here at the Business Creators Institute. Now, Katya, I uh, just said, like, nice stuff about me, and I'll send you the bill for it later. That's fine. Uh, but, what, <laughs> but what we'd like to do here is, above and beyond your official bio, tell us a little bit about your journey and what brought you to the, where you are today at the intersection of your brilliance and passion doing the things that you do for business creators. Yes, totally. And and first off, thank you for saying that. And this is actually why I wanted to be on the podcast is because I wa I was excited to have this this conversation with you, especially that we do similar things. And I love the whole how you mentioned scarcity mindset. I am I'm totally about collaboration with others. So thank you for that. Sure. And um, my journey is kind of a weird one uh, because I'm actually 22 years old. And I've been doing freelance web design since MySpace was a whole thing. Like, I think when right. I was in middle school, um, my dad owned, uh, has a company, and I, I would do like, you know, little, he would make me watch those front page CD tutorials, and, and um, I, I self-taught myself, like, you know, Photoshop and programming and stuff. Um, but I was always like, I'm too young to make money from people that are older than me. I had a lot of scarcity mindset that I had to work through. And so I actually, um, when I was 18 and I started college and I got a great full-time job at AT&T that was supposed to be my career, but I was actually extremely miserable. So I did what my family absolutely did not want me to do. And I dropped out of college. I quit my full-time job and I'm like, I'm going to start a business. <laughs> um, and I realized I needed to work on my scarcity mindset first and just my mindset in general. I had a lot of uh, limiting beliefs and, and um, things going on from my past. And so I signed up for a coaching program based on neuro-linguistic programming. And I actually got certified being a coach, but I, I joined more for personal growth, but I fell in love with coaching I fell in love with the community of these online entrepreneurs and these coaches that really, really, really want to make a, an impact and change the world. And I saw that they were getting stuck with the technology. And I kept hearing things like, oh, I can't get a client because 
my 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 website isn't good enough. I, like you mentioned, like I'm constantly tweaking it. Or oh, I can't go to this networking event because I don't have a website URL to put on my uh, business cards, and so I need to print business cards before I go. And oh, I was I was doing this webinar and it totally got messed up, and and I'm just scared to do webinars anymore because technology. <laughs> so right. technology was the blame for everything. And I was like. I, I cannot allow that to happen while I'm around, especially having been impacted. Like my life changed when I joined this coaching program and those people, those coaches changed my life. I could not just sit around watching them blame something that I was good at that I could help them with um, and, and not see them impact more people and help more people. So I made it my mission to, you know, help these coaches not only start their business, but actually grow it because a lot of these coaches have been coaching in person or have done, you know, have had clients and just, you know, technology is growing now. And, and the online space is like the place to be. There's so many opportunities. And I want to give any, these online entrepreneurs and, and, and coaches the, the chance to thrive online the smart way without making all the mistakes like, you know, like endlessly tweaking the website and, and having tech issues and headaches and stuff like that. So that's, that's what I'm here to do. Right. Now there's a question we ask everybody who appears on this show. And uh, since I know you've checked this out, you probably already know what's coming, <laughs> but we'll do the drum roll for you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here in the Business Creators Radio Show, we provide the tools, techniques, and strategies to help entrepreneurs quickly grow their businesses. A lot of our listeners tell me they have everything they need to implement anything we say they need to do, except for time and money. This is a question we ask every expert who appears on our show, and what I like is not only the variety of different answers, but also the variety of ways the question is interpreted. So how do time and money impact what you are going to share with us today? Yeah, great question. I and it's funny, hearing it and actually being asked is a completely different feeling. I, I, how does time and money affect what I'm going to share? I really believe, especially, you know, I'm really big on technology and systems. And, and like I said, like, you know, making, mon making more money and working less. You know, there's – everybody has the same amount of time per day. Like, right. like, you know, Tony Robbins, Oprah, like those big names in the, in the personal growth uh, and development industry, like they have the same amount of time as we do. Right. They're just spending it on doing big things and big projects and, and impacting and of course making a ton of money. So I truly believe that it's our responsibility to spend the right time and the right money on the right things. And for me, I help people choose the right tools, the right things for their business, the right tools and the systems so that their business can be successful and that they can be thriving in their lives. Because I see a lot of people spending a lot of time and a lot of money in business, but then their health is declining or they're like maxed out on clients and so they're maxed out on income and, and, and the amount of time that they can spend on their business. You know, So it's like there's there's a right way to do it <laughs> and and i've seen right. a lot of people be successful and then a lot of people just completely burn out and stop their business uh so time and money is is our our resource that i i want to protect for myself and for my clients so we gotta we gotta make sure that it's we're valuing it and we're doing it right yeah i was it's funny the story you tell that if you rewind about maybe six or seven months to where I was at the end of 2015 is I 
was at a point where my business was actually doing very well. And we had a lot of great projects mm-hmm. and everything going on. And the revenues were good. And you would think, wow, we're on our way to success. Maybe we're three feet from gold. I wanted to take the whole thing and, and dissolve it. I wanted to pull down the website, <laughs> uh, uh, take down yeah. the company, and just disappear. Because I hated waking up in the morning. I hated most of the work I was doing. Loved the clients, but yeah. just hated everything that was going on. And and I'm looking at this, I'm saying, if this is what I'm expected to build and develop, I'd rather not. Yeah, and I've been there too, and I think a lot of people have been there. Like, there was a point in my business where I was like, I need to stop. I actually stopped. I, I took my website down. I stopped posting on social media. I finished up with my clients, and I kind of reset. And this is where, because, you know, I started with web design, like freelance web design, and then I did some kind of, like, tech coaching thing. Then I completely stopped, and then this was where Reach and Make Millions is truly born. It was like, okay, I need to learn this for myself of, like, you know, making sure my time and money is going in the right places and that I'm scaling up. Because, yeah, my business was successful, but I was so burnt out. I was right. so unhealthy. I just – and the same feeling. I, I loved my clients, but it was hard to just wake up in the morning. So I had to completely stop and – change everything up you know change like start aligning with my values and what what i want to do with my time and what i want to do with my life and my business so yeah yeah. and i know a lot of other people that have been there too well a lot of our our most avid listeners and some of the people that i know very well who tune into business creators radio show know that shortly after what i just described happened the name of the company that i branded under changed and mm-hmm. that, was kind of, that was kind of a clean break. Uh, the clients didn't change. Uh, the scope of the work changed to a degree. And the targeting of the new types of clients we've been bringing in since is a different breed. But it wasn't like mm-hmm. uh, I shut down one company and started another. But I did change the name. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I, and I did change some of the messaging. Ironically, kept the same website and put a different logo on it, but changed some of the, uh, the offerings mm-hmm. and some of the language. So it, it shows you can make these you can pivot to these shifts relatively simply when you need to. All that. Yeah. Means, all that's that, why my, well, that's why my, my business like legally, but and the, right. the sole proprietor is just under my name because then I'm like, okay, I've changed so many times. I need to give myself that flexibility to, to keep honing in on my craft and what I really want to do. So reach and make millions is technically my tagline and URL based on the trademarking, <laughs> but oh, my, I, my entity is just my name. I've, I I I've been doing business under the same limited liability company for 13 years. There you go. And the name yeah. it doesn't even resemble what the uh, what the brand name is, and that's perfectly okay because there's one thing you do with yep. your taxes, and there's another thing you do with your audience. So that's uh, that that's something else too, because I I see this with business creators sometimes. They say, well, if I change my website, don't I have to form a new company? No. Yes, no, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> But that's that's allowing them to get into the website tweaking. Everybody just wants to tweak their website, even I do. Right. (laughs) That's like a good excuse, yeah. Let me make a new website. Yeah, it's like put up a different website, and if you need to register a a different DBA or a different trademark, then do it, but you don't have to start over corporately speaking. Exactly. So to to finish my point is uh, some of our listeners are members of the mastermind I belong to, and in fact, the guy who – Runs a mastermind is also one of our regular listeners. Uh, hi, Jim, and uh, and they'll probably remember <laughs> and they'll probably remember me having a breakdown on one of our mastermind calls near the end of last year when I hit that epiphany. When I looked around at everybody else who's on the conference call, and I said, "Well, wait a minute. Uh, 
I'm coming to you guys with this problem, and now you're telling me to basically fix the problem by doing, again, the same thing that I'm, I just told you that, I've, that I'm tired of doing. So when do I get to be like you? Am I here just to serve you? And then there mm-hmm. was this big moment of silence. And I'm sharing this for our listeners and for you, Katya, because I think you'll love this. And what Jim said to me was, I, I mean, it was such solid gold. If I had a mind full of this stuff, I wouldn't have to do the Business Creators Radio Show. I'd do it just for fun. <laughs> and uh, and I would. Uh, and he said, okay, so if you want to move on and become this new thing, the question you have to ask yourself is, how have you earned the right to do that? Hmm. I, it did not take me long to come up with the answer to that, and that was his whole point, which is, you need to know when you want to move on to the next thing, what have you done to earn the right to go there? So if you keep in mind that question, what have you done to earn the right, you'll be continually doing the things that move you forward because you'll be going back every day and answering that question. In fact, one of the things we want to talk about time and money here is every day in the morning I ask, I look at my schedule for the day. I look at, you know, what calls do I have? What projects am I working on? What marketing am I doing? And I'm saying, in what way are these steps I'm taking today earning me the right to move on to what the next step is? Mm-hmm. If I can't answer that exactly. question, if I can't answer that question, uh, I'm looking for exit stage left because I need to fill my days yeah. with things that continue to build my to build my right to move on to where I'm going next. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So let's get and that just eliminates all the distractions. Yeah. And the procrastination. Right. So let's get let's get into tech and systems because I love this stuff. Uh, what systems mm-hmm. should online entrepreneurs have in place in their business? So okay, some people just really really overcomplicate that, and right. and it's one of my favorite questions because it's really simple, really simple. It's like have a way to to connect with people, to reach people, to to get in contact with them. So that could look like a basic landing page, a website. Um, an email service provider, and then have a way to get on the phone with them, especially because I work with a lot of uh, beginning entrepreneurs or, you know, um, I have two different types of audiences, but a lot of just beginning, it's like they just kind of want to, like, come online and, and make money magically. It's like, no, you actually have to, like, get on the phone with people and find out how you can serve them, like how, right. how you can help what problem you're solving. So, like, maybe, like, a simple scheduling platform, um, and I can get into specifics if you'd like, but it, it's it's just so simple. And then a payment right. processor, accept payments online, and then you know get booked out with clients on the phone one on one. You know get get because I work with a lot of health coaches and um, life coaches and spiritual coaches and stuff like that. So you know start your coaching like one on one coaching. Get to know who your audience is, and then you can grow your systems. And then that's when like you know the webinars and the telesummits and all of those big technology-based, like, marketing stuff comes in. Um, but you have to really, really know what your business is. And then, and then this is, like, this is also a distraction eliminator. It's like, I see a lot of people trying, throwing tactics at the wall. Oh, let me get this technology because this person said I can make six figures using this tool. And it's like, but what is your business? What is the purpose uh-huh. of this tool? Like, you know, how are you going to get clients? How are you going to make money? Where are you spending your time? Like, do you really need a full-fledged website or do you need a simple landing page? Do you, do you really need to be on all social media platforms or do you just need to find where your clients hang out and talk to them? So 
what I believe the, the system that really the entrepreneurs need most is like the simplest system to get connected with people. Yes. So you, there's social media, there's the website, there's the email service provider, but most importantly, getting on the phone and scheduling. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you a real quick story. This happened to me just a couple weeks ago. Um, I did uh, some technical training uh, on the systems that you just described, basically. Uh, one of my long-term clients uh, just recently hired a couple interns. So uh, she paid me uh, through the Business Creators Institute to do a live training session with them to systematically answer all their questions and demonstrate how all their technologies work. Uh, this client comes to mm -hmm. me actually every Every season, she comes to me with the same request because she wants me to train her new interns, uh, and I love doing it. So as part of the process, uh, I was answering their questions about how to make an opt-in form work because they were, they were struggling with that. Now, I solved the problem in 30 seconds, but that's because <laughs> yeah. I am who I am, and that's why they're paying me the big bucks. So in the demo, mm -hmm. in the demo I use my cat's name because my cats have their own email addresses that I use for testing purposes. And so I typed <laughs> in Stella at helpmywebsitesell.com, uh, Princess Stella, what have you. And I used that to opt in, and it triggered a sequence in their Infusionsoft that was designed to mm -hmm. get people on the phone for consultations. So mm -hmm. two weeks ago, I get a phone call, uh, or actually I get a voicemail, and it's one of these two interns calling and leaving a message for Stella. They weren't being, they weren't, you know, you know, having having a good laugh with me or anything like that. They were honest to God calling my company looking for somebody named Stella who had expressed interest <laughs> in a consult. And I, I oh my God. And, and with and with names changed to protect the innocent, I had to post this on my Facebook and I, I wrote about it. Look, my cat just seriously got a phone call from this major co coaching this major entrepreneur coaching company offering her a consult that was gonna be that was uh that was gonna lead towards uh them her joining the mastermind program. And I said, People, laugh all you want, but this client's running circles around you because they can pick up the phone and make a call. What are you doing? Exactly. I was going to say the system worked flawlessly and they implemented the system and they got on the phone and made the call. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, you know, the other funny thing is uh, the same, the same client uh, whose intern did this, that client without identifying herself got in on the conversation <laughs> saying, yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty cool. Sounds like they're going to make a mint. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's I, great. <laughs> I know. It's, just, it's one of those hilarious things. So all that being said, a lot of entrepreneurs experience tech overwhelm. Uh, so they see, well, I have all these technical systems. So how can you deal with tech overwhelm? Oh, man. You know, <laughs> different people need different remedies, but I think the most important is taking a step back. And a, a lot of the times that I see tech overwhelm, and there's a couple of things. The, the one, number one I see with tech overwhelm is that they're trying to use a tool that they don't actually need. It, it's like the website tweaking. It's like, oh, this thing on my website isn't even working. I'm like, do you even need that thing, or or could you be working on something else, like like using that system to make calls to your right, <laughs> right? And then the other thing I see is like when when people are like do know their business really well. They they do have these systems set up, and they might need more complex systems. It's like Okay, take a step back. You know, you're not the tech expert, and just like your your client does, she hires you to do the training, and so that's why they have a flawless system that works that they know is going to consistently work, and they're not going to have any tech overwhelm. And if they do, they'll hire you again. 
Right. So, and for some reason, just people really like to sit down and stay in that tech overwhelm. Like, oh, I have such a headache from working on this all day. I don't know how to fix this. And they might ask on Facebook groups and then people tell them, try this tool, try that tool. And it's just more overwhelm. Uh-huh. That, that's, that can be avoided. You know, you can either find a better tool, like you, you can, there might be a better tool than what you're using right now, but most of the problems I see is that they actually need a technical expert to train them or train their team or to do it for them, or they don't even need to be doing the thing that they're doing. They could be doing something else that's more leveraged. Right, right. I'm reminded of another client. This is from seven or eight years ago as well. Uh, this is back when I had the web development firm, and they came to me and they said, uh, all of a sudden our website is going super slow. It's taking like two minutes for the page to load. And uh, now you being a tech person, you know how to solve that. If it's WordPress, first of all, you, you have, you have, there's, there's a number of tests you can run. You know, we can go through the list if we wanted to. that will tell you which plugins are creating the biggest drag on the page load. Uh, you can also mm-hmm. do why so slow and all those other things. Uh, when mm-hmm. all the tests revealed it was this one particular plugin that was increasing the, it was increasing the load and decreasing the speed by about 800%. And uh, all the test data showed it was this one plugin that the clients had just installed themselves. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, you want to solve this problem? Get rid of this plugin. And he said, but, but that's, my, that's my buddy's plugin. Uh, and uh, he, he's a friend of mine, and, and, he, and he's in my mastermind. I really want to show him support by using his plugin. Well, then why don't you tell your mastermind by you support you by making a plugin that doesn't shut down your website? <laughs> you asked me to solve yeah. your problem. I took down the plugin. I solved your problem. Yeah. That was the last I heard, and that was actually a malleable client. But I've had examples of uh, you know people get dug in over well we have to make this one particular plugin work, or you know this is my mastermind friend's plugin, and they say it works, so you got to do something. And I, but I mean now, and that just shows you the relationship I look to have with my clients, where I could say something like that. It's like. Look, uh, well, mm-hmm. oh, you want to support your mastermind buddy? Tell your mastermind buddy to support you by making a plugin that doesn't shut down your site. And mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll say yeah. that too, because that's just my way of, in a in a shock value sort of way, getting through the tech overwhelm. Which is, you know, this o- only overwhelms you if you wanted to. Exactly. Yeah, you, you, you had a website. Yeah. You're getting leads and you're growing your business without that plugin. You didn't suddenly become a multimillionaire because you installed that plugin. I don't know yeah, if there's a plugin yeah. out there that's going to make you that kind of money, no matter what kind of hype they put behind it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, and it's I, and that's that you mentioned, like, that client relationship, because there's been times where I've had to say that, too. I had one client who, who runs a dripped course uh, for her audience, and when we first started talking, she was like, I'm having so many issues because the way PayPal connects, like sometimes they put in their husband's email addresses, but then, so that's the wrong email. And then I have to go in and create a completely new drip feed just for these one specific people. I'm like, you need to upgrade your system. <laughs> like, right. You can't be working on this anymore. You have a huge audience. You have people that just pay for this product. And this is the type of experience they're getting. You know, we want repeat buyers. This is this is this is the life of your business. Is the people that you're serving, and their the tech issues are overwhelming her and her audience. They're not you know, obviously like you know it, it could cause more refunds. So we had to move her over from her systems. I think she was um, she was on Mad Mimi, and it was just and, and it was just not supporting her. Yeah, so I I moved her over to Active Campaign, especially because she's a big do-it-yourselfer, and she yeah. like she didn't want to learn Infusionsoft. That's just a little too complex for what she knows. But right. 
active campaign improved it. Like she was able to do the tagging and the drip campaigns were easier to handle. And then she had all of her different courses and products. We also moved her over, moved her membership area. We changed her over to Stripe so she wouldn't have those issues anymore. Like it was just like simple, simple tweaks. And it's just like, I just had to, I'm like, okay, you need to stop doing this to yourself. This is, this is just, this is madness. And now she's like, oh my God, I have so much more free time. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Right, right. Uh, I'm I'm familiar with Mad Mimi. Uh, One of our clients uh, uh, has used Mad Mimi, and I actually think it's not a bad system. Uh, It's not. It has has a lot of great positives to it. And just like any system, you have to decide what works best for your system. Uh, Every single marketing software, uh, e-commerce solution out there is going to say, if you're not using us, you're not really in business. They're all going to say that. Mm -hmm. But you have Mm -hmm. to decide what your business is what you is and what makes your mm-hmm. life easier and to a degree sometimes it just comes down to who you like i mean i yeah. uh, i've been i've been yeah. known to i've been known to pick technology solutions uh when all things being equal i had three options in front of me and they all would have been pretty much equally good i just go with the one that gives me a good you know makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside for reasons mm-hmm. i don't even bother yeah. to try and understand yeah and, you know, like, I see a lot of people going on to social media and being like, oh, what's the best tool for this? Or what tool should I do for that? And then, you know, oh, my God, debates happen. Like, let's say email service providers. And somebody's like, go on MailChimp. It's free and it's awesome. Oh, go on ConvertKit automations and tagging. Go on Infusionsoft. And it's just like, that's not the conversation. That's first off, that's not the question you want to ask. Right. The question you want to ask is what tool or service or technology or system is going to get me the results and give me, my business, my team, and my clients and audience the best experience. I love it. Then you can start, you know, deciding. So Mad Mimi was not giving her the best experience and results, while one of my other clients just moved to Mad Mimi. Right. So it, it, it just really depends. You got to ask the right question, though. You got to look for the right system for you and your business and your audience. You know, that, and that's what we run into sometimes, uh, people in lines of business like ours. And a lot of our business creators get this too, where they'll have two or three clients who all know each other. And they'll tell one client to absolutely not do the same thing that they just told the other client that they absolutely need to do if they want to solve their problem. Mm-hmm. And then client A and mm-hmm. client B get together and they say, but you, but you told Stella not to use this. Why are you telling me to use it? And I'll say, is your name Stella? No. Mm-hmm. Are you and her partners in the same business? No. Can you see where I'm going or do I need to keep explaining? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Pe- people will want uh, to have a customized solution that matches their own business. Uh, and then sometimes they wonder why they're not getting the cookie cutter. That's another thing that's uh, interesting. And we bring this up because when we come, when it comes to tech, people are looking for that one right answer. I did a consult with somebody once, really big industry name actually, and he has said that he had been to 18 other people who uh, specialize in website conversions, and he's looking for that one person to just give him the answer and not say, "Well, we got to split test this and we got to and we got to try something." Mm-hmm. And I told him, "Well." I hate to disappoint you, and if you want your money back, we're only five minutes into this. I'll give you the money back right now, but I'm going to be the 19th person. Well, mm-hmm. he didn't ask. He didn't ask for my. He didn't ask for his money back. In fact, he went on to use up his whole hour, and I think I gave him a lot of other great stuff, some of which he actually implemented and did some good business with. 
But uh, you know, it comes down to the. And I'm also known in mastermind groups and 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 discussion groups as being the it depends guy. People ask me a straight up <laughs> yeah. yes or no answer, and it depends guy. You should. And I, and my answer is it depends. You should see me in political debates. I can't give you a straight answer who the best candidate is <laughs> because uh, because it's not my job to give you the answer. It's my job to give you. Uh, my best assessment of the options and help you make your own decision. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So tell us about the steps to reaching and making millions. I know you wanted to make darn sure we covered this, so go for it. Yeah. So, okay, because, and I get this so much when I'm posting on social media and people first see my brand, it's like, oh, get rich quick. Okay, cool. I'm like, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Um, and if you, if people really, really do want cookie cutter, I can give you cookie cutter in business. It's, it's one identifying what your business looks like <laughs> because it's different for everybody. Right. Sorry, no cookie cutter there. And, and it's like, okay, so who are you going to work with? You know, the common things, what are your target market? Like what problem are you solving? What services are you offering? Why is this valuable? What's your unique value proposition? All that good stuff, right? You actually kind of have to spend time and, and do that. There's, there's no magic solution. Once you have that, you can create a plan based on your goals, based on like what, what your lifestyle is, what your income, what you want that income to be. And then you got to make sure that you have the right, you know, like the right systems that we talked about earlier and the right tools and technology to support that. Because it, it's, and you are so right when it looks different. For every single person I talk to, I give a different recommendation. Every single time, it's always, even if it's something really, really, really tiny, it's like, oh, maybe you just need to tag people this different way or have this specific automation or segment or whatever. It looks so different for everybody. So you, it's, you need to get clear on, on, on what the business is, what the goals are, what the systems that you need. Sometimes you, you might need a mentor or somebody to help you with that. But after that, it's just getting out there and serving people. It's right. adding value. It's using this technology we have nowadays. Like, we can reach millions of people. We can impact millions of people. This one conversation is going to reach more people, and those people will share it, whether they're actually sharing the podcast or sharing the knowledge, right? So, and then that, that reaching and making millions also looks different for people. Maybe you reached 10 people, and then and those 10 people shared more 10 people. And it's just that domino effect, you know, makes you feel good. I know I have a lot of clients that want to do pro bono work. So sometimes reaching and making millions means making enough money to be able to go out and volunteer and travel or being able to spend like time with their kids or their cats. <laughs> I have right. five cats, by the way. Oh, um, okay. So. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew there was a reason I liked you. <laughs> yeah. So it, or maybe reaching and making millions means actually reaching and making a, a, that million number, right? So that looks different for everybody, but the whole the whole point of it is that you, you actually have to use the opportunities, the technology that we have nowadays, the systems, you know, and, and go out there and serve and, and solve a problem and, and share your message and, and what you have to offer and use the right tools and systems to support that. Wow. That's the, and, and again, that's pretty simple and to the point, but it really underlines what we're covering here is that, a lot of this stuff is a lot simpler than people want to make it out to be. They're looking for this big, super mega solution. But having been in the realm of internet marketing technology for 13 years myself, I can tell you the simplest works bestest. 
Uh, in fact, mm-hmm. in fact, I'll throw one out to you real quick. Uh, one of our major clients here uh, makes the majority of their money by selling recorded information products online. Their delivery method is very simple. They have a website with a catalog. It processes the orders using one shopping cart, and it takes the user to uh, a, a WordPress installation with the wishlist member plugin, where they enter their username mm-hmm. and password, and then they get and then they get access to their course. So here are the challenges that would come up with that. Uh, sometimes the person would just close their browser without going to set up the password. Sometimes they mm-hmm. would see the password screen, but they had somehow deluded themselves into believing that they were getting DVDs in the mail, regardless of the amount of times we said instant download on the way to the purchase. Uh, so they just never did their username and password. Or it didn't work, or for some reason they bought four products, but the plugin only registered one of them. And there were so many different things like, boy, this plugin is falling apart. We might need a new system. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I can solve this for you right now. Uh, you have a person running your customer service who checks it seven days a week. So you put into practice uh, an expectation that that person will manually review every single order and whether it's correct or incorrect, will personally email that customer saying, hey, just wanted to make sure you got your username and password. Uh, you're set up for this course, this course, and this course. You log in here, use this username, use this password. Now just ch- try this out, make sure it works, and then reply to me and just say, got it, if all is good. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, what about the tech? I said, no, I just fixed your problem. Because no matter mm-hmm. what happens, you're solving it systematically. And in doing so, you're building relationships with the people who are spending money on your products by letting them exactly. know that you're real people who really care. This will lead to increased product sales. This will lead to repeat sales. This will lead to inquiries about your mastermind program. This will lead to people wanting to come to your live events because they know that you're real people who really care. I've just solved your tech issue and I've solved your marketing issue on this. So what else do we need to discuss? <laughs> exactly. Right. And and people just miss that because they just, they just want to go really in. It's like, and sometimes we don't like people don't even and I've been here before too. It's like some it's just you're too close to it. You know, right. it's like, oh I just need to completely start from scratch. And it's like you actually don't have to and I love the solution that you provided. It's so simple. And then if there really, really is a problem, like if, if that customer service person is emailing people and there's really like wish list members just really not working, right. then you can change it. But by that point you have already interacted with your customers and all is good. On my on my part, I I think that's all all is good as long as, long as the customers are good, I'm good. Right. 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 Because so. <laughs> the reality is there really is no system that's any better. And statistically, people are going to screw up their passwords all the time or think they didn't need to, exactly. or they'll just or they'll just lose it, or something statistically will happen. I I mean there are companies out there that do webinars and teleseminars that have two thousand people registering, and I don't mean the people who claim they have two thousand people, but it's really themselves and their and their moderator and one other person. They really have two thousand people on the line. They often mm-hmm. have to designate a de- a dedicated employee or virtual assistant or somebody whose sole job for the day or so leading up to that online event is just to answer all of the what's the what's the phone number questions exactly yeah right uh or, or even on the webinar right. i can't see the screen it's not working oh just reload the page and you see that comment over and over again so people right. <laughs> reload the page <laughs> yeah okay 
All right. That sounds that see that all sounds good. And again, you know what I wanted to just uh, make sure that we got into this call here because I know you and I agree on this is that sometimes the solution to a technological problem is not a technological solution. I mean, I just I just ran the gamut of problems with the plugins by saying, well, the answer is just to do customer service. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. wouldn't, wouldn't you know that it runs like a top? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and, and the reason why is because this particular client I'm referring to is somebody who is focused on serving people and making a lot of money doing so. There you go. And and they know yeah. and they know how to ask the question and they know how to have me remind them if they forget, which is what is what we're discussing doing to contribute towards serving more people? Exactly. And running through yeah. nineteen different plugins and reevaluating all of our systems ain't gonna be it. Nope. Right, especially when it's working ninety percent of the time. So uh overall, uh and this is a great question. Let's let's get your thoughts on this. Uh, when should entrepreneurs and business owners know when to stop fiddling, stressing, pulling their hair out with their technology, and just have a professional do it for them? This and this could be. An, I think every question is like an it depends question. I totally agree with you uh, on yeah. there. <laughs> but I I see I see a lot of entrepreneurs. Working on the technology, and, and I think this really goes with what you just said, it's like, is this really going to help me serve more people and make more money? No? It's time to hire out. It's time to hire a professional. This is, it's, and most of the time, it's, it's a waste of time. And like you said, a professional would be able to see, like, okay, this is a technology problem. This is a marketing problem. This is a customer service problem. You know, like, I even have to hire people for my business. I'm too close to my business, and I hire people, and they're like, it's it's a marketing problem. This is what you need to do. Or okay, it's a technology problem. I'll handle it for you because I need to be like I need to be handling the technology for my clients, not for my myself. Somebody else needs to do that because I'm I my time and speaking of time and money impacting, my time is better spent, you know, so, you know, serving my clients and 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 reaching more people and and you know obviously making money and running my business. I see a lot of people working in their business and not on their business. And that's just that that's where the burnout comes. That's when it's like, uh, okay, I, I feel successful but I, I can't I can't scale this up. I'm maxed right. out, max capacity, don't have any more time, don't have any more money. And and that that's the point where you need to just reassess and be like, Okay, what help do I need? Because <laughs> it's <Right>. time. <laughs> Exactly. Um, let's go back just briefly, and, and I and I want to get your thoughts on this, if you have any. I remember I told the story about me going to my own mastermind in exasperation saying, what, you people want me to do yet another done-for-you type business when I'm sick of it? Mm-hmm. Remember, remember that? And, um, yes. And so, and then, and then, uh, my, and then my coach, uh, Jim Palmer, uh, asked me that challenge question. What have you done to earn it? And we remember we had that conversation where I wanted to go with everything. Well, what yep. it came down to is in terms of leverage, I agree with leverage. I agree with teams. I agree with us as entrepreneurs and business creators living every day, every minute, the intersection of our brilliance and passion and then outsourcing and delegating the rest to others for whom that other stuff is their intersection of brilliance and passion. Because now everybody's in the intersection of brilliance and passion. I agree with that. But what I was disagreeing on is how I wanted to do that. Uh, I kept getting proposed the models of, well, 
make a lot of little mini atoms so you can do that same stuff for a bunch of people. And I'm mm. thinking, no, I don't want to. Because every time I get a good mini atom, they go get a job offer and leave me. And every time I get a bad mini atom, I get screwed with my clients. So I don't mm-hmm. want to make mini atoms. Nobody can be Adam. That, uh, and I know that. <laughs> and I know that the entrepreneurial coach is supposed to put their hand on your shoulder and say, "Stop making yourself indispensable." But the fact is, nobody can be me. And I don't want to make other people like me. Is what I don't want to do. What I want to do is I want to build a type of business, and this is what we're doing with the Business Creators Institute, where I do the stuff that's in this intersection of my brilliance and passion, and I have the other people doing the other stuff that is not. But it is for them. So just like mm-hmm. I described earlier, I don't want to make exactly. any. I don't want to make. And you see, you're clear I want to, on I want what to, you yeah. actually want your business to look like. Yeah, I, which is yeah. what I mentioned is the first step of reaching and making millions in the first place. Yes. There would have been a lot of people that would have been like, "Okay, I'll do that because that's what you're saying. You're telling me to do without actually checking in and see is is, is this actually what I want? Is this actually right. how I want my business run? Right. You I know. And yeah. and that that's that's the most important part is like. How how do you want to show up in your business? How do you want your business to run? And what support do you need? If you even need support. I know some people running their business on their own, and they're totally fine. I, I and know sometimes somebody, they I get a coach in, like, and they get you know some, yeah. some work done, and then they're good to go. I know somebody like that, too. Uh, <laughs> they're good. Uh, yeah, an That's example. how they like running their business. Yeah, yeah. we, in, we interviewed a guy like that, uh, Skip Weissman. Yeah, Skip Weissman, uh, championship <laughs> communication expert. He's been on the Business Creators Radio Show. In fact, uh, his topic was, how to do just that, how to basically keep your own hands on the, on the levers and become a launch machine. Uh, and he does extremely well with it. He's got a highly prosperous business, and he's got a full, rich lifestyle, and that's what works for him. Uh, there are models, uh, and this is what I was being nudged toward, was to build a product launch company where I have 19 launch specialists that actually do the work. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But then there's another model that you consider, and uh, one example that comes to mind is, is Armin Morin, who a lot of people know who that is. And he has a type of company where basically he's the mad genius in the office on the third floor of his mansion, and he's you know, building the softwares and creating the courses and doing all the coaching and everything. And he has a very small but dedicated group of employees who handle all the other stuff so he doesn't have to. I'm sorry, Kaya. Do we have you? Yeah, I'm here. Are you here? Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes. I thought yeah. I heard some static yeah. on the line. Yes. So, so, so he, so, so basically, uh, he gets to be the mad genius behind creating all this stuff, and he has the type of personality. And he said this in his presentations at his Armin Morin events, where if he finds himself working on a really tough situation, trying to help a client solve a problem or develop a new course or figure out something with the technology, he'll just keep hammering at it for days and nights on end. And that's his personality. I'm kind, mm-hmm. of, the, I'm kind of the same way. So, and, and, and when I'm there, I'm, I'm, I'm on. And I want a business structure mm-hmm. that supports me being able to do that. So as far as the atom is indispensable and things fall apart without atom, well, here's the other answer I gave. Um, my business model has planned obsolescence built into it. I'm revealing that to the public. It has planned obsolescence built into it. Uh, we'll stick around for as long as we have clients. We have no plans to ever let anybody go. We're going to see everything through. Uh, we have plans to be around between 7 to 10 years, so it's going to be for a while. 
But ultimately, the Business Creators Institute is designed to do two things, become a one-to-many type organization that makes most of its revenues through information courses and books, uh, so to become more like a publishing house. And it's also supposed to fund my entry into retail businesses that do not require my personal involvement. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's mm-hmm. so that's business diversification, and you can see in those two things how technology will play an increasing role as I begin to step back while continuing to focus on that small group of clients I plan to stick with for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And and with the with the whole tech issues, of course, tech issues come up. I it kind of went like blank, and then so I started speaking. So I'm not sure if you heard that, but I was commenting on how you like the first step of reaching and making millions is even being clear yes on what you want yeah and so and you were very clear like okay this is not what i want to do this is what this is what i want to do instead and then you went out and you did it and you got the support that you needed and and that's that's how it that your your story is exactly perfect right right and a good coach and a good mentor and even a good person to help work, help you work through your technology issues, just like with what Jim Palmer did with me. He didn't give me the answer, even though he knew mm-hmm. that the answer for me was what just turned out not to be that thing that he was initially recommending. Uh, the idea of creating all the mini atoms, that just wasn't for me. So he intuitively sensed that uh, although that's what he would recommend, that's just not what I was going to be willing to do. But rather than say, oh, well, to hell with that, just do what you want, he asked me the right challenge questions to help me find what I really wanted. And then it turned out that in his infinite coaching wisdom, he kind of knew that I was headed anyway, but it was his job to help me get there rather than drag me there. Mm-hmm. Just like as yeah. tech coaches, what you and I do is we help people. We don't just tell them, well, oh, well if it's Infusionsoft or one shopping cart or active campaign, we don't just pick one for them and say, you have to use this, you know, so we can get our affiliate commission. We, find mm-hmm. out what really matters to them. Like, how do they vision themselves in their business? Are they the type, uh, you know, like uh, you know, like Skip Weissman is an example, who actually kind of enjoys the technology aspect of it and just loves figuring things out. They might want a system mm-hmm. that is that has you know, a lot of bells and whistles so they can explore and find new things, but at the same time it's very simple so they don't get chased down rabbit holes while they're trying to get out there and make money. Uh, the exactly. person who has more money than time might be interested in a more complex system because they can hire people to make all those many things work and then just get ahead of their competition faster that way. Um, the The person who really wants to spend their time climbing mountains and doesn't really want to deal with people either, uh, in their team just wants it to really run on autopilot, wants the simplest damn thing possible. Mm -hmm. So you get to find that answer. Exactly. And, that, and I think those are my favorite answers to my clients are, one, it depends, and two, usually in my head is, okay, what's a good fit? <laughs> like, right. what, And sometimes they're like, okay, but which one do you like? And I can tell them, okay, for email service provider. I'm a huge fan of ConvertKit. I love yeah. the team. I love the people. I love the software. Good I'm company. an affiliate. I'm, I'm a certified migration expert now. But, mm-hmm. And then I still geek out over Infusionsoft and plus this. And I, I still move – I migrate people – to active campaign or like I, and it's just like, I, and whenever somebody asks me that, it's like, Oh, well, what tool do you like? I'm like, I don't care what tool I like. I care what's right. going to get you the best results. <laughs> so, 
coaching. Yeah, exactly. Right. So tech coaching is not a lot different from entrepreneurial coaching. And if, and if you're doing it the right way, even if you know instinctively what the correct answer is for the person that you're helping, you don't always just tell them what it is. You help them find their own way mm-hmm. to it. Just mm-hmm. like what was done with me. I don't me. like giving answers. Right. Just like what, yeah. was, what was done with me. And I'm better off for it because it's my answer, not just, again, what somebody else told me to do. I, I, I was challenged to find my own answer if I wasn't willing to accept the advice I was given. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And I found something exactly. that worked for me. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like we're not responsible for our clients. Like, we're not them. We're not running their business. We're not responsible for all of that. We're responsible to the client to 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 be that like perspective to get to ask the right questions to give them the options and then they have to really tune in and figure out like okay what what what's for me right. what what do I want to do how do I run how do I want to run my business and when they relay that information back it's like oh okay then we can use this tool now yes correct correct so as we get near the top of the hour there is one more thing I want to ask you and I think this is a great way to and because it could create a breakthrough for a lot of people. Uh, what, in your experience, Katya, is the one thing that you see that stops entrepreneurs from doing all these things, either delegating or outsourcing the things, or even finding the ability to working with a coach who can help them find the best answers for themselves? Yeah. From what I've seen is just a lot of fear. And it's not, it's not just like, you know, delegating or outsourcing or working with someone. It's even running a business. It's like, they're, it's, it's terrifying. Like, you know, sometimes you don't know the answer right away, right? right. You, you, there's, there's a lot of answers, especially now with technology. There's a lot of tools. There's a lot of options. There's a lot of coaches. There's a lot. Um, so I see fear and overwhelm come up and, and completely paralyze people. And I think that separates the winners and and it's because it's just like you, you, the winners just feel the fear and go for it anyway. They feel the fear and they're like, okay, if, if this is something what, that I truly want to do, if, if this business is something that truly means something to me, and 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 of course you you can think about your why. Like I have my why. I, I'm I don't like seeing these coaches not making the impact that they want to make. Right. And so I ask them like, is the fear going to stop you or are you going to keep moving forward? it's just like it's something that we all deal with it's like even i'm sure like big names that like like my coaches love it's like oh i bet oprah doesn't feel fear i'm like are you kidding me she probably has stage fright every time she comes out like it's not like you can completely get rid of fear it's just something that you you can actually make fear work for you it can motivate you it can can be that excitement every time i'm about to go live on like let's say a periscope I feel that fear. I started like dancing or jumping around and using that energy to, to show up right. for, for myself and for my audience because I know what my goals are. I know what I want to accomplish and nothing's going to stop me. And sometimes, sometimes I feel like some people just need that little extra push. Yeah. It's like just go for it. And you know, we've a, got you here. Yeah, and, and it's okay to do things your way. When I get up on stages and speak in front of people, um, although – it's not recommended to do this, and pretty much every speaking coach says, don't do this. Uh, this was a technique that was actually more effective before we had television. Is I get up on stage, and I stand there very quietly for almost a minute. 
sometimes 10 seconds, sometimes 45 seconds. And it creates sort of a level of what? What's going on here? And it causes, and I and I watch as people start to lean forward towards me, just waiting for me to say or do something. <laughs> now, what I'm doing in that moment is I'm putting myself into a trance. Basically, I'm aware of what's going on in the room, but I know I need to shift into a different sense of self to be mm-hmm. able to give that presentation. And then I'll usually start by very slowly asking a couple questions, uh, most of which are designed to open loops and create misdirects. Uh, which hook my people in. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. and, and in fact, sometimes I'll even open the, the the speech once I get rolling by saying, you know, I know you're you're not supposed to stand over here, and you know you're not supposed to do the steeple thing with your hands, and you're supposed to you know look this way and this way and this way, and be on that corner when you're telling a joke, in that corner when you're telling a story about your mom and everything. <laughs> but and you're not <laughs> supposed to read off your read off your laptop screen. You're supposed to have this memorized and everything, but you know what, today I feel like breaking the rules. Are we breaking the rules? And everybody yells, yes. And suddenly it's okay mm-hmm. if you just kind of wing it. Yeah. 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 So you look at what works for you. And I give great speeches that get, give great reviews. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think it just all comes back to, it's just like, okay, once you're, you know, be committed to doing it. Once you're committed to doing it, what does that doing it look like? What is yeah. it? Why are you doing it? What the, how, does it how, how is it a good fit for you? And then go do it. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're right here near the top of the hour. Uh, Kat, yeah, I want to give you 30 seconds. You said you had a gift for us. Yes. So if anybody wants to see how I like my systems, because I do get that question a lot. It's like, okay, what systems do you use? And I base these off of, you know, coaches or online entrepreneurs that are just, just, just starting out, give them the foundation. I have the top systems that I have seen my clients have success on, all in a PDF checklist with a, a tech toolkit and a Facebook group to join. And it's at reachandmakemillions.com forward slash podcast. And it's for everybody listening that, you know, kind of needs a, a, a kickstart of like, okay, now I know what I want to do. Now I know what it looks like. Are these tools a good fit for me? Okay, cool. Let's use them. If not, my website is full of resources, and I've got a lot of other recommendations, a lot of other tips, tricks, and blog posts to help. Reachandmakemillions.com forward slash podcast, correct? Correct. Wanted to make sure we hear, heard that. Okay, so Katya Sarmiento of reachandmakemillions.com, thank you so much for being with us. It's been an honor uh, and an education. Thank you so much for having me. And for everybody listening, this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please check out our previous and our upcoming episodes where we help you win at the game of business and marketing. So while you navigate to www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com, I'm going to find out why my printer has been running for 20 minutes nonstop and my cat's just staring at it. Can't wait to see what she did. For everybody, why take care of that? You have a great day. Until next time, take care.